You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to this third half hour of Real Presence Live with Jack and Doreen Canelli as your hosts. We're happy to have you with us. And uh, we're... Um, we're going to be talking with Patty Schneier here in just a minute. I think Dreen is trying to queue up a... No, she's not dr- dr- queuing up a joke. We're just going to go directly. <laughs> Patty, you're there. So, uh, And you're going, to, you're going to be talking about a Lent Parish mission. I don't have a lot of information here, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from and uh, what we're talking about on the, the Lent Parish mission. Sure. Well, my name is Patty Schneier, and I'm from the Archdiocese of St. Louis, Missouri. And I've been traveling and speaking for the past 20 years all across the United States, giving Lenten Parish missions or speaking at women's conferences, a lot of Catholic universities and schools. I give marriage conferences, you name it. And I say anything and all things Catholic. Um, but I'm very, very excited because I'm going to be coming to the Diocese of Bismarck, North Dakota very soon. I'm leaving Saturday, this Saturday, and I will first be going to Our Lady of Grace in Minot, and I'll be giving a Lenten Parish mission there February 26th, 27th, and 28th. And those evenings start at 6.30 p.m., I'm also going to give an additional uh, talk on Tuesday morning, the 28th, at 9 a.m. for those that cannot come in the evening. It'll be condensed. But from there, I'll then go to the Church of St. Thomas in Tioga and give a Lenten Parish mission, the same mission, but at a different location. That's going to be March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd in Tioga. And then from there, I will go to the Church of St. Joseph in Williston, North Dakota, And we're going to do a very, very condensed all-day event from 8.30 in the morning until 2.30 in the afternoon, a day of recollection. But I am going to be able to give three talks, all kind of condensed in that one day of of recollection for the people at St. Joseph and Williston. And literally from there, they will rush me to the airport. So I will be up in North Dakota for eight days, Saturday through Saturday. Very excited to come. I love the Diocese of Bismarck and the priest that um, I've gotten to know over many, many years uh, through ministry. I actually know all of these pastors very, very well, because when they were seminarians, they studied at Kenrick Glennon Seminary in St. Louis, and we were kind of the family that adopts. We, we continue to do this to this day. We adopt all the seminarians who study from North Dakota in St. Louis for the priesthood, and so we get to know them for six years, and I've been coming to Bismarck for ordination for the past 15 years as these men become ordained. So it's just a true joy to come and then give a Lenten mission at these parishes. Well, your timing is just about on point here for uh, coming up to North Dakota, because the weather this week, at least in Fargo, is going to be below freezing until uh, Sunday, and then it's going to get all the way up to 24. Now, you're going to be in the western part of the state, so you might be all the way well into the 30s. So you're well, just, you're just I'll gonna have, take it. <laughs> you're going to have it balmy. I think, I don't know. You don't get bragging rights, though, unless you've been here in January. I know, I know. I've been up uh, many times when it has been very, very cold, but I, I have to tell you, I literally, we had 65 degrees yesterday in sunshine. I went out for a run in shorts and a t-shirt, and I was telling myself, okay, I can't get used to this because I know I'm leaving for North <laughs> yeah. Dakota on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're going to start hosting the uh, the seminarians from Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll be a great well, Lenten experience for you, though. 
<laughs> to oh, be in exactly. the cold. Exactly. And, yeah. and you know, I, I, like I said, I've been traveling across the United States for 20 years. I absolutely love to go to new places and to experience the church in a variety of different ways. And, and, and climate has a lot to do with it. And, and I, I just spoke in Alaska in October, and they had snow in Alaska in October. So I bring my winter coat. I bring my hats and gloves. I've spoken in Canada before when it's been in February, and I absolutely love it. I really do. So that w- I'm not faint of heart by any means, and uh, I- I'm looking forward to it. Well, very good. Okay. So can you back up, Patty, and tell us about how God led you into this ministry of parish missions? Yeah, it's a beautiful story, actually. Um, I'm an ordinary, I tell people I'm an ordinary Catholic. I'm a wife and a mother of three. I've been married for 34 years. And back in 2002, my husband and I experienced um, a conversion in our marriage. We were both born and raised Catholic, but we did not always understand, appreciate, or live the Catholic Church's teachings regarding marriage. And it was a little secret that we just kept silent. We never talked about it. We were very, very involved in our parish, very involved in, in the Catholic faith. I'm a cantor. I'm a singer, so I've always been singing at my parish, and my husband, we were both, again, sending our kids to Catholic schools. We patted ourselves on the back, basically, and thought that we were good Catholics. That phrase, being a good Catholic, was actually our downfall. Um, And it never occurred to us that we were truly not living according to the Catholic Church's teachings, and we were in sin, and we needed to address the issue of contraception in our marriage. Anyway, it's a long story, but it's a beautiful story. In 2002, we discovered the theology of the body, Mm. John Paul II's beautiful teaching on what it means to be human and this call to love and communion and how this call is stamped in our very bodies and how we're made, male and female, and what marriage really means, what love really means. We dove into the theology of the body through the writings and the works of Christopher West. He became a very dear friend of ours. We threw out the contraception, and we never looked back. And what happened was, as I was just asked to share our story, our journey um, of conversion, and that became my testimony called Prove It, God, and He Did. And I, I was not looking for a life in ministry. I was not wanting in any way, shape, or form. I was very content to just, you know, be the room mom at my kid's school and to be a stay-at-home mom and and continue with our ordinary life. But God led me. uh, One thing just led to another. He kept opening doors, and so I was asked to share this story. And then it was another talk. Will you give a talk to teens? Will you give a talk to parents? Will you give a talk to priests? So I would always go in front of the Blessed Sacrament and just ask the Lord, what do you want me to say? And all of these talks just kept being written in front of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, and then one place just kept leading to another, all through word of mouth, and I just started giving talks and, and speaking all across the United States. And I've literally been doing it now for 20 years. So God had a plan. As we say, He just opened the door, and my job was to walk through it. But that's how my life has been in ministry for the last 20 years. Is theology of the body a thread that runs through all of all of the... Um in missions that you do and all the work that all the talks that you give? Um, well, yes and no. Um, when I'm giving a Lenten mission, I'm going to be talking about prayer. I'm going to be talking about sacrifice. I'm going to be talking about 
I, I, a lot of times I'm giving talks on p- specific topics where there's a theme that people want me to address, mm. you know, particularly, you know, maybe the sacrament of reconciliation, or maybe they want to talk about the saints or the Blessed Mother. And, um, again, my work has, has evolved through the years to be able to talk about all things Catholic. However, I can't deny that the theology of the body is where my story begins as my um, as a starting point and the beauty of the Church's teachings. I, I try to help everyday ordinary people see the beauty of our faith in its entirety and then discover the joy of living it to the full. So, yes, it is a thread that is there, always there, and if I am given the opportunity to go into more depth about it, Certainly, I do. I give many, many talks on the theology of the body. It is, it is um, kind of the essence of the relationship with God and man, isn't it? It's, Absolutely. Yeah, it is, it, yeah, I can see where it would show up in some way in all yeah. that you would do. Yes. And it's also a lot of the work that I do with youth when I'm talking to young people or young adults, or I'm giving a marriage conference, for sure. I give lots of marriage conferences. Then I can you know, have that ability to go into a lot more depth about the theology of the body. But yes, it is a thread that, that has been a big part of my life. Praise God. Well, now, you, you talked a little bit ago about, you know, your personal connection with the Diocese of Bismarck, and uh, you mentioned you're going there for some retreats. Why don't, you talk, uh, why don't you talk to our Bismarck listeners and tell them what they can look forward to at your retreats? And also, um, you might want to repeat once again uh, where they are taking place and also where they can get more information about you know, attending or registering and all that sort of thing. Sure. For those that are in the Diocese of Bismarck, um, I'll be at Our Lady of Grace in Minot, February 26th, 27th, and 28th. It starts at 6.30 p.m. there. Then on March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I'll be at the Church of St. Thomas in Tioga. It starts at 7 p.m. at that parish. And then on Saturday, March 4th, I'll be at the Church of St. Joseph in Williston, and that begins at 8.30 in the morning until 2.30 in the afternoon. Okay, and you don't necessarily have to be from the Diocese of Bismarck to attend one of these. I mean, Absolutely I not, mean, no. Open to everyone, and I just encourage everyone to come. It's going to be a great day of being together. Um, I like to tell people that a parish mission or a day of recollection is like a shot in the arm, and I try to give very, very practical, down-to-earth tips and suggestions for people to incorporate into their everyday prayer life. One tiny little thing um, can make a big difference, actually, in your life if you incorporate it, make a habit of it, or make it your own. So that's what I try to tell people is at the end of the day or at the end of the parish mission, I hope they'll pick one little thing that they will truly start and implement in their own life beginning today. Patty, what is the format of the day? Well, for the, for the missions, it'll be each night. Oh, okay. um, so that'll be three different talks, um, February 26th, 27th, 28th, or it'll be March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And then I'm just going to do a very condensed version of that for the Day of Recollection in Williston on Saturday. Um, but I always start with prayer. Prayer, to me, is the foundation. It's our relationship with God. And for any relationship to flourish, you have to want to spend time with the other person. I always give this analogy of of dating and with my husband. You know, if I never showed up for our date with my husband and he kept wanting to spend time with me, but I never showed up, that relationship is going nowhere, right? So we have to want to spend time with our beloved, and that, that starts with God and our relationship with Him. So that's where I always start with that prayer relationship. 
All right, we're coming up on a break in just a couple of seconds. So, Jack, do you want to take us into well, it? Well, yes, and we will continue our discussion with Patty Schneier about uh, the Lent Parish mission and maybe speak a little bit more particularly about the Lenten aspects of it. And uh, we're coming up on the break right now, and so stay with us for more Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In the Old Testament, Joshua confronts the Israelites as they prepare to leave their life in the desert to enter the Promised Land. He knows that the negative influences of Egypt and the surrounding Canaanite peoples are strong, and so he gives them a choice. Worship either the idols of the land or the one true God who delivered them from the land of Egypt. But why would the Israelites choose false idols over a God whose power they witness so clearly? Worshiping the God who performs so many clear signs seems like the obvious choice, right? But Joshua knew that the lures of the world had already blurred their vision. Sound familiar? We too are pressured to fit in for the sake of success in this world. Joshua did not waver. He said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Which God will you choose today, the gods of the land or the one true God? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners. Your hosts today for this uh, Real Presence Live segment are Jack and Doreen Canelli. We're happy to be with you. And we are talking to Patty Schneier about uh, some uh, parish missions that she's been doing and kind of her... uh, well, her, her life as a, I guess we could say, maybe an itinerant uh, a, a mission giver, if that would be the word. <laughs> but I, I, I got to say, you know, to Minot, Tioga, Williston, where your retreats are coming up or your missions are coming up, that is in the, uh, the, the center of the Bakken, which is the kind of our energy producer to the United States. And uh, I got a feeling they're going to get a surge of energy when you roll into those towns, just from what I'm picking up on, the, on this side of the microphone today, because it seems like uh, there's a lot of energy that you've got there. And mm-hmm. I, I got a feeling that uh, they're going to get a good shot of it when you're here. Well, you know, it's so funny. I like to tell people I'm an ordinary Catholic, truly an ordinary Catholic, 
but I have been touched by God's extraordinary love. And that love just, I, I can't help but be excited and enthusiastic about our Catholic faith and the beauty of the Catholic Church in all of her teachings and the richness of our the sacraments and the devotions and everything that our Lord has given us through the Church. And when you discover that in your life, and just you can see the difference that it makes in your life and in your relationships with your family members and with everyone that you love, life is never the same. It's just never the same when, when God truly does become the center of your life. And I'm just so grateful for the gift of our Catholic faith, and I want to help other people discover that for themselves, you know. Um, our whole family has just been touched by God. Um, I didn't mention this before, but our son, our oldest son, is a Catholic priest, and um, the the journey of his priesthood and us being able to walk alongside of him and wrap our arms around him and be so excited for his vocation to love as a priest has just been a tremendous blessing in our lives, and we are so grateful for that. So. Again, I just can't say enough about how much I love God and love the Church. And I think that's the key. A lot of people just love God. They just want it to be between them and God, or them and Jesus. And they don't understand that Jesus and His Church are one. And Jesus established the Church and gave us the Church for everything that we would need on this journey of life. And, and it's just so beautiful. Patty, another thing that I think is beautiful is what you said at the beginning about, um, you, you told a little bit about your journey, um, that willingness on your part and that humility on your part to um, to confront yourself with your husband in um, thinking you were the quote-unquote good Catholic but recognizing uh, sin in your life and really being open to deeper and deeper conversion. That is so inspiring. Well, you know, it, it's it's so real, though, because none of us think that we're in need of conversion, you know, especially if we've been born and raised Catholic and we go to church every Sunday and we're sending our kids maybe to the Catholic school or, or we're teaching our children at least the, the basics of the faith. And so we just go, you know, it just becomes part of who we are. It's the air we breathe, but, but, but. It's kind of like the woman at the well, you know, she just went to the well. All she wanted to do was just get some water. She had no idea that God was going to ask her, to give up the water jug, you know? She mm. traded it in. She left it in order to have a real encounter with Jesus. And also, he had to confront the sin in her life when he said to her, go call your husband, you know? That was so out of the blue. Why? They were talking about the water at the well. Mm. And then all of a sudden he says, go call your husband. It was because he had to confront. He had to let her see that what she was doing in her life really wasn't working and that she was made for so much more. I really relate to that story of the woman at the well. That's who I am. I had to leave my water jug with my past and, and, and know that that did not define us, that our relationship with Jesus is what defined us, and that He wanted more for us. So it's just a beautiful journey. But yes, we are all in need of conversion. Every one of us, daily conversion, and we just have to keep our focus on the Lord and say, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Where do you want me to go what do you want me to look deep in my heart and just shine your light on any dark areas that are in my heart that I can't see? Show me. Give me the eyes to see. Amen. <laughs> well, I'm going to bring us back to something. Over over the break, you were talking, you know, we talked in the last, uh, the first half of the, the segment about, you know, your connection with the Diocese of Bismarck, but you kind of indicated there, there was a little bit more to that story that I, I think yeah. you should tell us about. 
I, I, I can't even tell you how much I love North Dakota so much, so, uh, like as I said, because of the seminarians from, from Bismarck that study in St. Louis, and for over 15 years now, we have gotten to know them. But one person in particular has had a huge influence on my life, and that is the former bishop of, of, um, di- of the Diocese of Bismarck, and that's Bishop Paul Zipfel. He became a very, very dear friend of ours um, when, in 2007, he distributed 25,000 copies of my testimony, Prove It God, and he did, to every single household in the Diocese of Bismarck. That was back in 2007, wow. long time ago. But we became very, very good friends. And he's originally a priest of the Archdiocese of St. Louis, and so we had that connection. But in his later years, after he retired, and then, of course, was diagnosed with dementia and Alzheimer's, he came back to St. Louis to live at um, Mother of Good Counsel Nursing Home. And I would go visit him, and he no longer knew who I was. And I would just go, and I would sing to him. As I said, I'm a, I'm a cantor. And we would talk, and I would sing to him church songs as he declined in his memory and in his ability to communicate. And Sister called me literally the day that he died and said, Patty, um, Bishop is declining. If you want to come see him, you better come. And so I came to see him, and I will never forget this date. It was July 14, 2019, and I was in his room, and I got to be in his room with him, just he and I, and I sang to him for over an hour and a half, Songs of the Church, and then I just, I rubbed his hands, and I whispered in his ears, and I thanked him for every single Mass he'd ever celebrated, for every baby he ever baptized, for every confirmation, First Communion, and wedding he celebrated, and every priest that he ordained. And I spent that time with him um, just as I felt just I could in any way usher him into heaven with songs and with prayers. And I get to spend an hour and a half at his bedside. And then sure enough, Sister called me a few hours later after I had left, and he had passed away. So to be at the bedside of one of the successors of the Twelve Apostles um, was one of the greatest privileges and honors of my entire life. And I will never forget that. Well, and you... and. And you ministered to him. How beautiful. Thank you. Well, as a someone, again, who had brought, think of how many times he had brought the Eucharist yep. to so many people, all the priests he ordained. I mean, what a beautiful life. And I just wanted to thank him. I just thanked him over and over and over again. Well, I think you got Dreen teared up a little <laughs> bit on that one. She may not be good for about another five minutes or so. <laughs> Thank well, again, you. it's just a beautiful connection. So that's why yes. I'm telling you, North Dakota is really, really, really near and dear to my heart for so many reasons, but mostly because of the priest, mm-hmm. the priest that you have. Yeah, we don't always love the weather, but we do love our two dioceses in North Dakota. They are wonderful. Yeah. 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 Well, well, where are we going to go from there? I, we're not shutting down yet. Well, okay. What go ahead, like Patty. To, again, let me just... Um, I want to just give a shout-out again. Our Lady of Grace in Minot, February 26th, 27th, and 28th. It starts at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Church of St. Thomas in Tioga, that's going to be March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Church of St. Joseph in Williston, March 4th, from 8.30 in the morning to 2.30. And then I guess I would say this, for any of you that cannot come to those events, if you go to my website, pattyschneier.com, that's P-A-T-T-Y, S-C-H-N-E-I-E-R, pattyschneier.com. You will see there, um, I have a book called Love Letters from Mom on What Matters Most. You can order that book if you would like, or you can also see my daily podcast. I'm very involved in Catholic Radio 
with Covenant Network in the Midwest, in the St. Louis area, and I do a daily podcast on our morning show called The Daily Dose of Encouragement with Patty Schneier, and all of those are archived. Um, We do a different topic each week, and I just kind of unpack it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with a two-minute little blurb to encourage people again to live their faith to the full, to see the richness and the beauty of our Catholic faith. So those are just some other resources um, for those that cannot attend the Lenten Parish Missions or the Day of Recollection. Okay, we've got a couple minutes left to go. Why don't you talk about, and maybe this would be kind of a, a, a preview of what's going to go on at your missions, but, you know, what are you going to say, or how do you encourage ordinary Catholics in the faith? You know, mm. where do you start, especially in their culture today? Well, in our culture today, we have to start with how busy we all are. I mean, mm. it, it's just a, a fact of life, how busy we all are. We're multitasking. And so if we can incorporate faith into our everyday, ordinary life through tiny little things, for example, I'll just throw out one example. Every time you get in the car, do you turn on music? Do you turn on Catholic radio? Or do you first maybe make sure that you've said your rosary or prayed the chaplet of Divine Mercy? and then turn on the radio, and then turn on Christian music. So I always want to say, you know, if you say to yourself, there's no way I can get a daily rosary in, say, you know, you know what, why don't you just take a decade? Take a decade when you're emptying the dishwasher in the morning. Pray a decade when you're brushing your teeth. Pray a decade when you're, you know, setting the table at night. Get it through all throughout your day. You don't have to do it in one sitting. So those are some of the things that just kind of gives people a little glimpse or a preview of how I try to help people that you can be really at prayer all day, no matter what you're doing. Sounds like really practical advice. That's right. Absolutely. And it's it got to really, be real. It's got to be practical. It's got to be something that you can really incorporate into your everyday life. And that that's just like the perfect um, follow-up to the guest we had on just before you, Patty, Debbie Cowden. And um, she recommended that we also reflect on Psalm 37, particularly commit your life to the Lord and he will help you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. He's with us in everything we do. He's sitting right next to us when we're in the car. He's sitting right next to you if you are at work at your desk. And we just have to recognize him. We just have to be aware of his presence. All right. No, Thank good. you. That is so, so true. <laughs> well, Patty, I think the people in uh, Northwest North Dakota have something to look forward to coming up with uh, your retreats in Minot, Tioga, and Williston. And we certainly wish you uh, all the best up there and uh, safe travels. Yep. And, and encourage those who are listening to attend. Yes, we would certainly encourage our, our listeners to attend. And you don't have to li- live in those towns. I mean, our signal goes out, I think, to a little bit of eastern Montana and even some southern Manitoba. So, uh, you know, we encourage all of our listeners, wherever you may be, uh, I, this sounds like it would be a wonderful opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, I- insert a real good Lenten mission into you uh, or a parish mission into your land, let's say. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to being with everyone again. I, I love the priests of the Diocese of Bismarck, North Dakota, and can't wait to come back. Um, I come every year for ordination, and so to get to come back and be with the people will be a pure joy. Pure okay, joy. great, Patty. Thanks for being with us today. Let's go to My the break. Pleasure. Thank oh. you. All righty. Bye-bye. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.